I've been telling you a lot this morning about our men's softball World Cup winning team. They defeated Canada 5-2 in Sunday's final in Auckland. So it's their second gold medal in World Cup competition after 2009. We've done it again. And I'm pleased to say on the line is Jack Besgrove from the Aussie Steelers team. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Good, mate. Congratulations. What a great win and what a great way to do it. Um, Talk me through how that final played out. You got over the top of Canada 5-2 and a couple of old-timers were there, Adam Folkard and, and Shalesy as well. Nick Shales, the t- two members from back in 2009, played a starring role. Yeah, big. Um, they yeah, had a big, in, big impact and um, really appreciate them being there, especially me being the, the youngest in the team and pitching that final. It's um, huge to have them there and their support, especially through the tough times. So um, it was awesome. Yeah, talk us through your story. How how old are you, mate? Because you only made your debut, what, just a, a week or so before the World Cup? Yeah, so um, I'm 18. Wow. Um, first ever Steelers team. I made my debut at the warm-up tournament in Palmerston North the week before. So, um, yeah, pretty pretty special. Not, not many people have done it. I'm not sure about the history or anything, but um, I assume one of the youngest to pitch a final. Um, I reckon for, for sure you'd, you'd have to be. So nerves of steel. Look, you've been in this arena before. You were part of the Junior Steelers team that won silver at the World Cup in February back in 2020. So you've been on the big stage before, but this is the biggest of the big. So as you say, left-handed pitcher in a final. How were the nerves, mate? Oh, that, I was pretty nervous, like really nervous. I didn't sleep much. Um, especially we just come off a pretty big win against Argentina the night before, um, who were defending world champs, and we were. I was just kind of buzzing and didn't really sleep that much. So um, I was tired, but I was determined to get through it, and those older boys just helped me a lot. So it was awesome. <laughs> Talk me through what, what happened when you got the call-up that that week before because you, you come into this massive tournament. How did that play out? Was it a phone call from the coach? Was it was it just stock standard sort of selection stuff? How did that all unfold? Yeah, so we played our national tournament in April and um, they selected a squad and I was named in that. And about a month before we went to that lead-up tournament, I was called and they uh, by our manager, Mike Kittridge, and he said, Mate, you're going to be a stealer. Um, so I was pretty. I was actually driving home from school, and um, got the call, and I was right. I had to pull over and just, you know, ring mum and do all the protocol. And yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah. And you defeat all three top-ranked teams throughout the tournament. As you say, you defeated Argentina, Canada in the final and, and Japan along the way as well. So come in fourth yep. and end up with the gold medal. I, I've been touching this morning, Jack, about um, the family connection throughout sport and throughout this squad in particular. And your coach, Lang Harrow, well, his dad was the coach back in 2009. His son, Matthew, is a reserve on your team and his brother played in that 0-9 winning squad as well. So a lot of family history. Does yep. it feel like a, a wonderful family, the Steelers set up? Yeah, it's, um, that's what we're kind of orientated on, a family set up. Um, so, yeah, it definitely is. It's, um, it's a pretty awesome group. Um, yeah, we're just all close and we all get along and 
just the vibe around the camp was just, you know, do anything for each other and support each other through the way. So, yeah, definitely a family set up within awesome. our sport so, um, and our yeah. team. Uh, mate, it, it is such, um, such a good story. So what's next for you? Um, so we've got national, so I'm in the New South Wales men's team and um, we won it last year, but we've never gone back to back. So um, that's my next goal. And then after that, hopefully there's uh, there's an under-23s World Cup that's being rescheduled to next year. And um, so all eyes are on uh, winning gold at that one too. So, Well, Jack, congratulations. You're not only an Aussie Steeler, but you're a World Cup uh, gold medal winner as well at the age of 18. Congratulations to you and the team as well. Thanks for jumping on the phone today. Appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Jack Besgrove there. So the Aussie Steelers, they did it the hard way. They finished seventh in their last World Cup in 2019. So this is a massive turnaround. Here they come, fourth in the tournament. They knock over Argentina, Japan and Canada, all ranked above them, and win the gold medal. 18 years, I didn't know he was that young. Wearing number 57, selected the week before to make his debut for Australia, and then... Holds the nerve throughout that final. Just extraordinary stuff. Congratulations to him. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is my open line number or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Now David Warner has got you talking. So two AM Tommy has posed the question there. What what next for Davy Warner? With the big series coming up ahead of us, of course, the second test starts tomorrow at Adelaide Oval. He'll be there. He scored forty eight in the second dig, missed out in the first while others cashed in. Hasn't scored a century in the Test Arena since 2020 when you go back to 111 not out against New Zealand. His century before that was 335 not out against Pakistan in 2019, of course. So it's been a a bit of a lean run in terms of getting the triple figures for Davey Warner. He scored 94 against the Poms in Brizzy and 95 against them in Adelaide in 2021 and has gone past 50 a couple of times thereafter. Uh, I wonder what's going to happen tomorrow night if uh, the Aussies spat first. You just get the feeling with Dave Warner that he's never too far away from a big score, and that's exactly what they'll be looking for. But that combination with him and Usman Khawaja has just been a bit of a goldmine, especially for Uzi over the last 12 months in particular. But the fact of the matter is that they are at the back ends of their career um, age-wise, Clearly, and you start have to you have to start looking now at at the transition plan. So, it wasn't a dump at all from uh, Tommy on Davy Warner. It's just statistically those numbers aren't there. No Will Pekowski in the system. So who do you think steps on in? Uh, now's the time for transition in the Australian cricket team. This is a long one, so I might have to get to it a little bit later. But it, basically, the gist is that David Warner is living on reputation. He has been a great servant. However, Father Time is ticking rapidly. We need to bring in Matt Renshaw. Six and a half minutes to the top of the hour.